Welcome back to another content episode of Talk to Tatiana show. And um, as we move through this year, we'll add more and more of those, sometimes even more than one a week. So stay tuned. Uh, the best really way to do, to, to do this, to handle this is to always be in touch is to sign up for my email list on tatianatsawyer.com. Um, either fill out a pop-up uh, free guide or um, there is a form kind of at the closer to the bottom um, or closer to the footer in of the website. Uh, feel free to, to submit one of those and you'll be entered into my list. So anytime I talk about any appearances or any articles that I share of content that could be very useful for you, my goal is to really serve you guys as much as I can. Um, and so um, that's the best way you sign up for my list and you'll be always notified. And sometimes I run, you know, kind of affiliate promotions for other people like Marie Forleo with her B school and that kind of stuff. The thing is that I, um, there's always to opt out of that, just that one. Um, it always has the special opt out where you will not receive those if you don't want them and things like that. So just always watch out for that. You don't have to unsubscribe from the list to kind of not receive certain ones. Um, I always include an option to just not receive a specific topic and so on and so forth. So today's topic, um, as we're kind of past the middle of February, in about 10 days left till the end of February, um, not a leap year this year, so um, it kind of um, is interesting, is this one thing that I always am amazed that people don't know and should know uh, and need to know is whenever people start businesses in these last few years, you know, we've seen, especially in the last year, we've seen a great recession, people quitting their jobs and starting their own side gigs or starting their side gigs and not quitting their jobs and just uh, running both at the same time, hoping to um, be free and have flexibility, you know, with their own business. Um, but what's interesting in the first year or two of, of running those businesses, what I'm amazed at is that very few people know that they actually have filing obligations. You form an LLC, you have to file. You form a corporation, you have to file. Regardless of how much money it made, if it had no activity, you still have to file a zero return. So this is something that I always um, hear from prospective clients, from people who reach out, from my students, and I'm always amazed at that. And so I wanted to go over that um, aspect of uh, filing um, and I wanted to, to go over why it's important and how does it make sense and kind of what you need to know and the ins and outs of that. So when you start a business, you don't have to form an actual LLC or corporation to actually start. But if you've ever come across any of my content or any of my courses or any of my lectures or my book, Dream Bold, Start Smart, you know that it's really important to um, have an entity, whatever that is. Sole proprietorships exist, um, of course, but unfortunately, they don't protect you from unlimited liability. What that means is that um, when you operate under your own name, if a client or somebody falls and trips and falls on your property or um, business property, or if you work from home in your home office, and sue you personally um, because your business did not provide coverage um, and you kind of, they sue you personally, you are kind of responsible. Um, and even if let's say you have a house or an, and a car and some other assets, technically 
those people who are suing you could go after your property. So it's always good to have something. And if you, again, never heard me speak or if you ever seen me my, any of my videos or on YouTube or anything like that, you'll know that I um, am really big on LLC, LLCs paying the most amount of tax. But there are cases where LLCs make sense. And so when you're just starting a business and you're not still sure how it will, is going to go or whether you're going to make money or whether it's going to even work, and you, so you want to spend as little money as possible, which is great, um, in the beginning, uh, LLC could work great for you. It's the problem is that most people who form LLCs because lawyers all over the web um, the legal websites all promote LLCs. It's the easiest to start, blah, 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 blah. But the problem is that they're the easiest to start. It's true. They are the easiest to transfer. It's true. But it's not the easiest to intern when it comes to taxes. So paying taxes is not the best. However, when you're just starting out, and again, you're not sure whether this thing is going to work, just start with an LLC, but know what to do with it once um, once you've formed and once you've started making money. What, what does that mean? So my rule of thumb, and for different accountants, it could be slightly different because um, you could have uh, potentially, you know, um, more or less of a threshold. But my threshold is that if your business makes the net amount of income, so your gross revenue from all of your clients minus your business expenses, um, if your business makes um, less than, I mean, more than $50,000, you may be better off with an S-Corp. Again, all of the things that I share in a podcast, you will need to talk to your tax accountant who manages your business because all of these items are a general rule and your situation could be different. So you'll need to see how it applies to you. And so that's why the disclaimer is always there you must talk to your accountant, but these are the questions that I want you to ask them because if you don't ask, you won't get. Um, if you don't tell your accountant that you, I don't know, had a child, how would they know? Or, I mean, it doesn't apply to my clients because I generally am aware of what they're doing because I work with very little number of them. But if, but most accountants work with upwards of three or 400 of people a year. So how do you expect them to be able to remember that you had a child or got married or got divorced or whatever it is um, throughout the year. You have to let them know. And similarly, the reason I'm sharing this feedback, this information with you is that I want you to understand that um, what your situation, I guess, what your business is and how to make it um, yours in a sense that how to help yourself and ask better questions and, and all kinds of things. Okay. All right. So let's say you started a business in 2020 or 2021, and you've really invested more money into it than, than you received out of it. In your mind, you didn't make money. In the mind of the government, you need to like claim your expenses. Before they're claimed, you don't really have them. And so similarly, I mean, it's same applies to your capital transactions. So if you have an investment account, a Robinhood or a crypto, you have to report them. Even if you lost money, you still have to report the stuff. And so it may be tempting to say, or um, slightly ignorant to say that, listen, I didn't make money on it. I don't have to file anything, right? 
Well, wrong. First of all, if you have a sole proprietorship or an LLC, that reporting of income and expenses becomes a part of your personal tax return. So it's called the Schedule C, um, a small business that's a sole proprietorship or a single member LLC. Single member LLC means there's one member, not more. When it's more than one member, it's usually a partnership, unless there was an election for something else. I'm not going to complicate it. So for you. So essentially, you have to still file all of your income that you received, whatever it was, and claim your expenses on your tax return. The reason I said that there is this $50,000 threshold is that um, typically uh, before 50 grand, you would have to, it would cost you money to have an S corp. The savings wouldn't be covering the cost of an extra tax return to prepare because an S corp, a C corp, a partnership all require a separate tax return. And typically those are priced much higher than individual returns because honestly, there's a lot more work. There's a lot more liability involved and, so on and so forth. So, um, so that's why it's it's important to keep that in mind. But um, after fifty grand net income, so whatever you received minus your business expenses, the net number is the threshold um, indicator. Let's put it this way. And so once that number crosses fifty grand, and that could happen in the middle of the year, reach out to your tax planner, reach out to your tax accountant, and ask them to switch you to an S corp if it's appropriate for you. Again, um, when I do tax planning, I rarely have a one entity answer for a client. Usually it's a multi-entity structure to make sure that we harness and harvest actually is the right word, tax savings for them. So generally it's not a one entity decision. Generally it's two or three or four, depending on what the client's goals are, what they want, where they're going, whether they have partners or investors or kids or all kinds of different things play into this um, decision. But if you have this one business that you're running and you've reached that number, keep in mind that you have to reach out. They will not know until it's too late. So that's why it's important to do that throughout the year. And that's why doing your own bookkeeping is important or doing bookkeeping on time as you go, as the year progresses, instead of waiting until the year is over is important. That's one of the reasons why. So if you haven't filed 2020, 2021, because you thought you didn't make money, now's the time to do it. You can file late returns. It's not going to cost you an arm and a leg most of the time unless you've had foreign accounts and foreign uh, businesses and things like that. But you need to do it because more than anything, the government hates incompliance. And also, more than anything, you should consider the fact that the statute of limitations never starts if you never file. And so you can be sort of pursued by the IRS years and years and years and decades after you haven't filed a tax return because um, other clients of yours or whatever may be filing 1099s for you. And if you're not reporting it, you're in trouble. Okay, so hopefully this answers the question, do you need to file taxes? In most cases, yes. In the United States, and this is different from UK, for example, where taxes are the same, whether you're married, single, have children or not, um, you file your tax return and you, um, you don't have to file a tax return as a, as an individual. You have to file your tax return as a business only, but individuals just get their paychecks with withholdings and those withholdings, um, aren't adjusted, cannot be adjusted. You just pay your taxes and you never have to worry about it. In the U S, um, the, almost every person except for, um, minors with a few exceptions, except for the elderly who get only social security, 
um, have to file a tax return. If you're an adult and you don't work and you're single, well, the question is, how are you supporting yourself? But um, the answer is you don't have to file if you haven't made um, money. You can file if there is a refund that's due to you because, let's say, you worked one job. It was under, let's say, $6,000, but there was a withholding and you should get it back. Your federal tax withholding, you should get a refund, you should file. Otherwise, you, in all, almost all business scenarios, you should file a tax return, uh, whether it's a part of your personal or it's a separate business return, you should definitely consider that. And this is something that even if you didn't make money, you should file. I once had a client, and this is what the story that I'll finish this episode with, I once had a client many, many years ago whose tax returns I did as a, um, a favor, right? So it was a friend and I um, did her taxes and things like that. <clears throat> so this woman um, gets a notice from the IRS and I freak out a little bit. This was early in my career when I thought that the um, um, audits were scary um, we go to an audit, uh, with her to the IRS ag um, agent to the IRS office. And we found out why the audit was triggered and I'll explain why. And I'll explain, and that will explain how and why this is important. It's important to file your taxes. And if you didn't make money, we had to, you know, show our receipts for all the schedule C expenses, et cetera, et cetera. But here's the thing at that point, she had a little brokerage account where she invested $2,000, $2,000 only, very small amount, right? But because her broker or she was trading daily, basically like every at least weekly, but sometimes daily selling and buying, the same $2,000 were just going out and in and out and in every, every day and every week. Because of that, um, she had about $50,000 worth of quote unquote sales. What that means is that she sold, um, she kind of traded her 2000 about 25 times. Um, but she never reported it because I didn't know about the account. I didn't know it existed in her mind. She didn't make the money. She actually lost $700 and that's it. And so that's why the audit was triggered. So that, that's the reason that you should always file a return. If, if in doubt, file a return. And this is the thought that I want to leave you with because this is very important and a lot of people have misconceptions about it. All right, my friend, I'll talk to you in, at the next episode or you'll hear me at the next episode that will launch next week. And I hope this was useful. Um, if you ever want to connect with me, follow me on Instagram, tatianasoyer.author, um, Facebook, um, etc., LinkedIn. I'm on it, but I'm most active on Instagram. And if you have any questions, hit me up. Let me know. Talk to you soon.